Welcome to the Real Facts on Real Estate podcast, presented by Sean Patrick Moloney. In this series, we educate real estate agents on how to find success in the industry and grow their wealth to six-figure commissions and beyond. Now here is your host, Sean Moloney. Welcome to episode 217. How long does it take to get a real estate license? I'm your host, Sean Patrick Maloney. Thanks for joining me this week. This week, I want to go over a subject that's often asked of me. People always want to know when they're thinking about leaving their current job or they're thinking about just getting involved in real estate, how long is it actually going to take to get the license? Like, what do I have to do to get the license and what am I looking at? So one of the first steps to getting a real estate license is to sign up for a state approved course. These are held both in person and also live. The live ones have a magnitude of different schedules. Typically, the in-person one you can do whenever you want. Some of them do have live modules where you will have to be there during certain hours. I know they do some 9 to 5 courses where, okay, now you're doing a 40-hour course in a 40-hour week. And I know other places know people might have kids and things for these live in-person trainings. And they might scatter them across two weeks or a month. Ultimately speaking, in order to take the class properly, do proper studying, and feel okay to take the exam i would say typical we'd go two weeks to two months that is based on the learner and the time available the course is going to teach you a lot of new information a lot of new vocabulary and you're going to have to learn it somehow because you never use it in life normally so putting that in your brain through studying and things like that it's going to take a little more time than just the 40 hour course 40 hours is what Massachusetts requires. Lots of different states require different things, but since I'm in Mass, I'm just going to follow the Massachusetts standards here today. Once you've completed that state-approved course, you'll now receive a packet, which must be filled out and completed. So the packet is going to ask different information about yourself, but it's also going to want in Massachusetts for you to get three character references. Upon completing that packet, you're going to submit it to the testing center. For here, it is called PSI Testing Centers, and it's located in Las Vegas, Nevada. Now, this is one of the biggest hiccups that ever happened to licensure. PSI company is overwhelmed, understaffed, underbudgeted, and in control of all of our licenses, unfortunately. So what this means is you're going to be waiting for these guys. So expedite the process, even if you're not going to take the test right away, of getting that packet out there, because what we're looking to do by getting them the packet is to get a code which allows us to unlock our test. I've heard horror stories of PSI taking as many as three, four, five months sometimes, but the typical response time I do believe is supposed to be one to two months, which guys, I know, you're probably listening to this podcast and you're like, what is this, the year 1920 where you don't have the internet, I can't just send it over to them. Not sure why or how this ever became. This has happened in the past few years where PSI has taken over and these things have become But anything we can do as a collective, and I hope maybe even someday you're listening to this and this is dead wrong and they've fixed it already, but anything we can do as a collective, complain to state and local legislators, all the different things you can do to get this PSI thing sorted out. I can tell you personally, I have worked on this as well, because this is one of the slowest parts of getting the entire license. But remember, once you're finished with the course, you get the packet, get it filled out, get it in the mail to PSI right away. Now, if they're not reacting in time, don't feel bad. Get on them, pressure them. Whatever they tell you for a time frame they're going to work within, pressure them and otherwise call people, make moves, call the state board. I've heard many times of applications going missing and a simple call to the state board who then calls PSI 
and they magically find it and the person gets their test credit right away. So be very careful with this group. I'm not trying to speak bad about them. I'm speaking honesty. This has been my honest experience with every single person I put through on that level. So once you get that test credit back, the test can be booked both online and in person, usually within days, if not even the same day, if online. Upon passing, you may or may not receive a printed copy of your license. If you pass online or you pass at a testing center that isn't a print location, you're going to have to go elsewhere to get your license printed. This is a simple matter of just literally getting your license because once you pass that test, you are licensed, but the physical copy of the license you go, typically here around us, it's Fall River or Boston for the license, but they do change this all the time. So make sure, jump on the current testing center's website, which right now is PSI, but make sure to check that out and see where to go in order to get that physical license. Now, remember, the test can be done in person or online. Online tests are great, but they leave no room for error. When you're at home, there's a lot of rules you're going to have to follow as far as the computer and having a camera on and things like that. If you have children at home, things running around in the background, maybe a noisy environment, maybe just not the best place to take a test. Go in person. It's worth it. It's worth taking the time and dedicating yourself to getting it done. Once you pass that test, you have two options. There is a state and there is a federal side to the test. So you can pass one or the other. So if you pass the state, but don't pass the federal, or you pass the federal, but don't pass the state, you do get that one section to your license, but you will need to retest for the other. But upon completing both, you now are a licensed real estate agent, which is really exciting. Overall, the journey that we've started has taken us somewhere between at minimum one month and I can't say at maximum, but usually two to three months. So it's safe bet to guess that if you're gonna get your real estate license, a two to three month start early is definitely going to take down the stress level. Don't think that you can just jump in, get the license tomorrow. So you know you get a friend thinking about listing or you got some big development coming or you've got a job change or you're getting laid off. Get the license, sit there, and then get moving. In order to get moving, once you get the license, you do have to affiliate with a brokerage. But other than that, there's really no requirements upon getting that license. And affiliating with a brokerage is very, very easy. We'll go over that in another episode. Guys, I hope this helps you understand that getting your license in real estate is not just a one-day energy type thing. It's something that you're going to have to think about two or three months worth of energy put into it. So start the process, get moving, and reach out to us once you're licensed. I hope this podcast helped you better understand the process. If you haven't already done so, make sure to pound that subscribe button for me. And I look forward to talking to you next week. 